Welcome everyone back to Under the Scope, powered by Esports Lab, the podcast where we take a look into the exciting industry of esports and gaming. What's going on, Will? How are you doing this week? Uh, just uh, another day, another dollar. I just got back from Vegas. How was that? That was a good time. It was uh, the, me and the wife are calling it a, a baby moon. So we're kind of getting away from uh, the kid and family doing our own thing for a couple of days. And uh, while we were there, I kind of made it into a semi-business trip. I had a couple of meetings and then uh, went and checked out The Void. I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with The Void. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've done it in uh, Disneyland, actually, when it opened <laughs> up. So so how, how was that experience? That was uh, pretty interesting. You can really see where um, they're taking AR and VR. Uh-huh. Uh, it definitely was a, a, a good experience, but you can see where there's some uh, uh, issues with the, with the technology. Um, the technology uh, looked cool. It was very interactive. Um, there's the, ish, the shortfalls are when you uh, reach out and touch something, it's a little laggy. So um, uh, it, it kind of was a little awkward at that time. I, I ran into a door frame. Uh, <laughs> I was there. I was, Wait, I was, they don't have it roped up or nothing? So no, you don't you, like, you're, go out of bounds? No, you're like walking through. Um, so you start out um, inside of like a chamber flying in a ship. And then you uh, land on uh, the planet where uh, Darth Vader has his, uh, his uh, I guess, his castle or whatever it is. And you like take yeah. this, you take this, this uh, elevator. And um, on that elevator, you, they blow like heat on you. They, they give you like the sensation of like a smoky ember. So you can actually smell like a fire and uh, with them blowing the heat on you and then you seeing in 3d already. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like the, the sensations that you get um, it's just, you're going from like one room, you're going from a ship to a room, to a chamber. And there's these door frames that they're not a hundred percent accurate. And I fucking walked right into a door frame. It was awful. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You walked in at VR, the inside the VR or like yourself, yourself walked into My, it? Myself walked right into a door frame. <laughs> like the, the, it caught up after I walked right into it, which was, oh, man, that was, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Um, the, it was interesting seeing, uh, I was, I was on the, uh, what sucked about it was I was on it with three other people and they were all French Canadians, all speaking French. I couldn't understand a word what they were saying, but one of them was like a nine-year-old kid that was like three feet tall. Uh, and then there was like, the dad was like six foot four. So you could really see the true, uh, cause you're, you're dressed up as a stormtrooper, And it was like, yeah, I, I was even cracking jokes like, Oh, you're pretty short to be a stormtrooper." Of course, no one got it because they just spoke French. Yeah. Um, uh, it was it was pretty funny. Uh, it was a great experience to say the least. But I could definitely see like the lag was an issue. Um, you're wearing a really bulky uh, like vest with a backpack with a bower, a, like a battery cell, a full yeah. headset that comes down. Really nice. Uh, I, I want to say they're like Bose or Sony uh, headsets built right into it. Um, it was, it was a great experience to say the least, uh, 30 minutes, they get you in and out, um, uh-huh. 35, 35 bucks. It was well worth the 35 bucks. I, I ended up doing it twice. They have a Ghostbusters one, which yeah, I grew up on Ghostbusters, but yeah. like, it's not Star Wars. That's just, 
Let's <laughs> just say that. <laughs> it's just not Star Wars, you know. Hey, I don't know, man. There's a lot of big uh there's a lot of big Ghostbusters fans, by the way. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think obviously Star Wars is is one type of, you know, people and, and Ghostbusters is another type, you know. And but if you really look at it, man, I, I you know, during Halloween in my kids' school, they had a little, you know, it was called trunk and treat. So you walked yep. all the teachers had to, you know, put their trunks up or whatever and like dress them up or kind of put a costume on their vehicle, say, or theme on the back of their trunk. Right. And you had to walk up to it and they gave you candy. Well, I have some pictures and, and I'll share them with you. But, man, you should have seen the Ghostbusters one. The guy was all, all I mean, he went all out big buildings, marshmallow man walking through the buildings and everything it was really cool man i i really liked it and then he gave you some 3d glasses you put them on and like marshmallow man seemed like he was coming like right 3d through the through the building and but you took yeah. him off and he's like 2d you know so it's yeah. kind of cool that to see that because you know so now you you're talking about going into the void and doing that it's it's amazing i i had a good time myself i didn't bump into no wall but you know what i i had a good time so yeah, I mean, I had a great time. Uh, it was definitely worth the 35 bucks per per pop. Um, I, I, I was going to do it a third time. Um, I tried to yeah. get my wife to do it, but she's five months pregnant and she was worried about the kid. And they, yeah. the, the, the workers were like, go for it. And, but she just didn't want to risk it. And well, I, don't blame, I, mean, I don't blame her. After you bumped into that wall, yeah, I wouldn't risk it either, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, it, it's pretty... It, it, it's pretty it's epic. Time, uh, yeah, it's pretty epic. You feel like the laser blasts. I don't know if you remember that. Like yeah, I, yeah, I do. They, it, like, it, they light like you vibration. up. Yeah, it yeah. vibrates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was really cool. So those people that haven't tried it should definitely go try it. They have one in Disneyland for Star Wars, and obviously they have it. Where, where do they have it in Vegas? What casino? Um, it was in the Italian one. Um, why am I drawing a brain, brain fart? The Venetian? Uh, the Venetian, correct. Okay. And then I know All there's right. two in Canada, uh, one in Texas. Uh, there's one in Glendale, Anaheim. Um, I think there's one in Europe, I think Dubai. Yeah. They're all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah, they're really good. So if you guys haven't tried it, definitely I recommend it. And as you hear, Will recommends it. Just, you know, be careful. Wear a helmet. Make sure you don't bump into no walls or anything like that. You know, sure. follow the line you know so and let's see if you make it out alive right so but no it's interesting so obviously this week you know we're uh we're actually on our fifth episode of uh under the scope uh and it's uh you know will and myself so we're gonna have a a little chat on a one-on-one and uh and bring some uh talk about some interesting stuff that we've been seeing uh and and will and i have been talking about so you know what, what's funny is you know, there's a lot happening with the void, right? A lot of different technology and everything. And and, and there, I see it where it's going to come into esports, you know, like it is, you know, like we've talked about in other uh, episodes before this one. Uh, but, the you know, but what are the existing people doing? Who's coming in, you know, into esports and what's happening, you know? And, and then, um, you know, and also we'll talk a little bit about that in-app purchases and stuff like that. Um, but you know, Twitch, right? I don't know what the latest, if you've seen it, but one of the interesting things uh, that I saw with Twitch is um, they st- they started doing the VIP, right? So I don't know if you, you saw that, but you're able to make, like, uh, give a VIP role 
uh, to one of your, you know, any one of your choosing pretty much, right? right? So some of the flaws though that they found already was like, all right, saying that I'm your mod and you gave me the VIP role, then you lose the mod. So you could you could only have one or the other. Yeah, so, which is crazy, right? Yeah, that seems a little counterintuitive. I, uh, I'm not sure why they did that. Um, I, I didn't. I haven't really read up on that that subject too much. I know a lot of people are kind of griping about it. Um, why? Why do you think they would do that? I just think that's kind of a flaw. Well, it, it would be. I would think so too. Because listen, if if I've been your mod, I, I would almost feel that you the need for you to give me a VIP tag yeah. because I've been helping you out all this time, right? You don't mm -hmm. pay me for it, you know. So the only perks is that I'm helping you with your stream. So I've been helping you grow and grow. So at that point, the VIP tag, having that on the chat is just an honor, right? Like, oh, I'm getting recognized. So by you getting recognized, you get penalized and removed from being a mod, you know, and so it it almost feels like, all right, I could either be your mod or I get the VIP access type deal. But still, if I get the VIP, then I lose what I've been doing for a long time, right? So it's kind of kind of sucks in that perspective, you know? What, what have the big streamers been saying, like Dr. Disrespect and Shroud and... Have you heard so, anything about them? Yeah, yeah. So Dr. Disrespect, um, he likes it, but again... You know, everyone's going back to it, right? Like, and, and not only that, but how many VIPs can you give, right? And that's the big question too. How many VIPs can you give? And and the and the question is that I mean, everyone's saying like it all depends. So streamers unlock ten VIP hmm. slots by completing the build a community achievement. All right, so that's fifty followers and five unique chatters in a stream. So that's that's ten VIP slots. All right. And then that continues to scale to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100 badges being available, you know, at, again, you, this is unique chatters, right? 10, 15, 20, 25, 500, 100, 200 unique chatters, you know, so, and then VIPs are able to perform the following actions, you know, so chat without being affected by slow sub only or follower only modes. So then again, when it's a, which is the cool thing about it, right? Chat without being affected with no limits, you know, chat in all rooms except mod only rooms. So that's where the disconnect is, is they need to fix that one. Because again, if, what if you want to give your mod a VIP? You just excluded him from being a mod because it's, a, yeah. you know, they can't talk in the mod only rooms. You know, so I think there's a little bit that needs to be done, but you know, the big the big boys are liking it because they could give out a lot, as you saw how many you know these guys For have sure. fourteen thousand, sixteen thousand, thirty something thousand people. They got two hundred plus unique chat, you know, unique chats at uh, chatters at all times, so they don't care. They they're getting so many of them. Are they are they able to do like a one time sale like? Hey, you're an MVP for ten bucks, or are they able to pick and choose kind of like that? Or I'm not, I'm not kind of seeing the the the, the ultimate benefit of this. Where I, I guess you can just make anyone an MVP, but I'm just not seeing the the benefit for for people. Besides well, having, I, and I'll correct you. It's actually VIP, but oh, sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. But it, it's just for the listeners. But here's the 
I think, all right, I mean, when you, everyone uses either stream labels, stream labs, you know, something to, to, you know, when they're, you, you go look at their stream, right? And then you look at the top and you see the biggest donator, or you go into their profile on their Twitch or stream, right? And they'll say, oh, the, you know, uh, lifetime, you know, donate, donators and, they have them rank one, two, three, four, five, whatever they want to do, right? I mean, like Dr. Disrespect has them up to 10, you know, Shroud has them up to 10. So a lot of things. And then some of them have them on their stream, mm-hmm. um, in their actual screen. Some of them don't care about that no more. They just put it on their because they don't want the all the rest of the mess coming up in there, you know. But um, but I guess so that people know, you know, they they give up those VIP slots and I, I believe they created them because there was no other way to tell who really has been the VIPs in your stream. You right. know? So I think that's to, you could tag the people that have truly earned it. And then it makes people want to come back and be one of your VIPs. So now not only are there a subscriber or a donate someone that donates uh, and in a month, month in month out, but now, other people could tell like, Hey, you know, I'm a VIP because I've earned it, you know, and I've been here helping right. out. So how much benefit is that to that? Yeah. I guess it's a nice badge of honor to be able to have. It, it, it kind of is, but to me, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I mean, here, let me, let me throw something at you. Will. so obviously sure. I, I stream here and there. Right. So one of, yep. one of the things that I've noticed is, Streamlabs OBS, right? There's a yep. partnership that happened there. They're kind of integrated. They call it slobs, right? We mm-hmm. we we use acronyms as much as we can in esports, right? Um, so slobs, Streamlabs, OBS, obviously, they they have a lot more perks. Okay. Yeah. And and what I hear is that you know, Twitch is trying to build a, you know, like in that purchasing system. Yep. Where you're going to be able to create now what is that going to look like i don't know but some of the some of the things that people have been saying is overlays you know like you're, you you'll have access to unique overlays that are going to be in the store so you you as a streamer if you're a subscriber or you could just buy them directly you just grab them and you're able to use them for yourself comes with all the labels etc well what's funny is that streamlabs obs already did that and they don't mm-hmm. charge you so Streamlabs OBS doesn't charge it, right? So they they don't. It's for free. They have Call of Duty. They have pretty much every game you can think of on there because they want you to do that. They already own all the commands that Twitch people use. Yep. You know. Do do they have custom ones where you can just throw your own image in there? Uh, they that's what they're working on right now, actually. Oh, that'd be but epic. They, yeah. So they they have they have ones where you're able to manipulate a little bit, but not the mm-hmm. ones that you're able to throw your image on yet. I think that's a little more complicated to be honest, but I think if you want to change, like add some lines on it or make it very simple, you right. can. Uh, but for the most part, man, they're they're really good. Really good uh, Twitch packages. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, look, when you go and buy it from uh, someone that builds graphics for you, yeah. uh, you know, 30, 40 bucks, you know, um, for someone I've that does them, a really good job. I've seen them up to 100, 150. That's yeah. if they have, a, a, what is it, going offline, coming online soon, all those other, uh, those little perks that come with it. 
Yeah, exactly. So the late, you know, and all the labels, uh, intermission, you know, so all that good stuff, right? The offline your, banner, your, you know, your buttons. Yeah, absolutely. You donate. Yeah. yeah, your donation button. But see, that's the thing. Like all these alerts come from Streamlabs. So that that's the thing. So now they integrated a OBS, right? And not mm-hmm. only that, but they integrated a bunch of all the commands now. So as you're setting up your OBS, all right, so I, I, I'm just giving you an example so you can see, I don't know how much benefit or how much Twitch will do, how good they would do if they start doing in-app purchases because of this. But for me, Streamlabs OBS is a lot easier to use, okay? Same functionalities as just using OBS by itself. As a matter of fact, it's a lot less stressful trying to figure it out because mm-hmm. you activate it and it, all the commands are there. You're able to save them. You're able to go to the website, you download the app, you know, and you open it up just like you would OBS and boom, there you go. And then you hit go live, you have your intermission, you have your studio mode, you have everything, transitions, everything's there. And guess what? You also get a merch store. You're able to build your own merchant store. So that's really, really good. I I really think. And not only do they have an affiliate program like you know, Twitch does, like if you get enough subscribers and stuff like that, you get all this money, you know, or it depends on how much you negotiate. Right. But, um, but in addition to that, they actually have a real affiliate program where if I give you my link and you come and sign on and and as long as you download uh, Streamlabs OBS, I I earn a dollar. Wow. So it's not a lot to a lot of people, but Hey, that's money. Yeah. It's a dollar you didn't have. Exactly. So, but again you know it, it it almost sounds like maybe twitch and um obs should almost partner i just feel like otherwise obs is just going to completely undercut everything that twitch is doing with especially with uh the affiliate stuff the shop the in-app purchases the free content the there's a lot of free stuff that they're throwing in there too. And then the the store, everyone, every streamer I know wants a damn store so they can push merch. Everyone. That's a huge, that's a huge bonus for streamers. Well, and that's the thing. Everyone wants to market themselves. They want to build their own brand, you know? So that's the way to go. I mean, if you're, if you're a streamer and you don't have anything for people to want, Yep. Why are they going to stick around, right? How are they going to go and promote you? You know, how how do how are people going to know they're your supporters? You know, so that's why all these people build their brands. See, the the only thing with um, Streamlabs, you know, is that they don't have they're not a true streaming platform like you know uh, Twitches or Mixer. They allow they you yeah. Mixer, YouTube. You know, they allow you to use those stream keys and put it on there. So they're more of a service an added service. And that's why I think, you know, a great partnership would be there if Twitch would partner with Streamlabs, you know, because again, a lot of people either use OBS or XSplit, right? And OBS, I think it's the higher, the the most downloaded, you know, uh, software for for streaming. And And everyone I know that streams uses OBS, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, see, so I I would say that that would definitely do something good. And Streamlabs seems like they're owning the market, so why not, you know? And and for me, like I said, I I think that would be a good thing. But, hey, I'm I'm looking forward to see what 
what the people start, you know, what changes they make, how they respond, what that in-app purchases is going to be. But, you know, um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, and talking about, you know, an added service, what's crazy is today in Crunchbase, I read about a, a, a company that's called Bunch. I don't know if you heard of them or not, but they just raised $3.8 million today to turn mobile games into video chat LAN parties. Yep. So it, it, it's crazy. So what, what have you heard from about um, it? Yeah, you just kind of hit the nail on the head. You can change uh, – it's, it's basically an app for people to be able to make like a mini LAN party out of any sort of mobile game. So you could – a four-player Pac-Man game, you could hang out with your buddies and video chat and, and talk crap while you play angry birds or any game yeah uh, it, yeah it could be clash of clans or whatever you have and, and it's it's kind of a cool app i've seen them uh they're socal based aren't they by you yeah yeah they're socal based yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. very interesting though because they they're basically gonna competing against discord that's who their competition mm -hmm. is you know, that market right. is really dominated by Discord. You know, Skype is it's totally separate. I see that as more of a competitor of Google Hangouts, you know, and stuff like that. Meet, I think it's another app that people yeah. use to, you know, talk but or communicate. But uh, Bunch is doing a lot of great things. You know, it, it, again, like you said, they're interconnecting. They're going to allow you to do you know, see yourselves, you know, um, and then even another cool feature that they're adding is they're going to add like you're, you're going to be able to take a picture and your avatar would have that picture. So this way, you know, which one's oh. you as you're going. So that's another cool thing that they're going to add to. So now anybody could see who you are. You have the ability to turn it on and off, obviously, if you want, but you, you, you're able to do that now. So your avatar would have your face pretty much, you know. Oh God! It's gonna be, it's gonna be people's asses and other things. You know, people. You know, gamers are like that. They're gonna do awful things. It's it's it's. I already so, like it. I already uh, like it. All right. As long as it's not you first, you know. Well, so <laughs> you know, I'm gonna start, be one of the first ones. Start moving people. Like, like, what is that? Is that his elbow? His double chin? You know? No, it's his butt cheeks, right? So, but yeah, man. I don't know about that, man. Like, I I, I hope people really take advantage of it. You know, uh, again, it's uh, aren't they what? only on uh iPhone or Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah on iOS. Apple yeah, yeah, they're iOS only. Uh, they are, you know, with this raise, this new raise, they're doing, a, they're going to add a lot of features to it. Obviously, they're uh, going to release it on also on Android. You know, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't go without Android because, you know, it's the it's, biggest market. Yeah, exactly. And then they're going to have a lot of in-app purchases coming soon. So, you know, uh, again, it, it's really good. I like how it works. Um, I think this is something that it's going to, you know, they're, they're looking to bring the laughter back to mobile. You know, and uh, by letting you sync to your friends through video chat while you play, which is really something that it's not done yet. You know, um, yeah, you could do it over Skype. A lot of people do it, but they don't do they really don't do it. Um, but you you can. I mean, it's available yeah. for PC console and stuff like that, but it has never been you're you're, you haven't been able to do it on your cell phone because you need your, you only have one screen. So yeah. you need that screen to be able to see your gameplay. And they're right. developing it where you actually could see yourself, your friends, and still play at the same time. 
So yeah, yeah, I think they put the the player, your friends, on the bottom, and then your the gameplay is the other uh, two thirds of the the screen. And and I'm really hearing a theme out of you. You keep uh, ringing that bell uh, in app purchases. Like yeah, it's, uh, you're hitting it home. Yeah, and well, that's because you know the the crazy thing is that every single body, everything that I mean, I I don't know if you remember, but um gta i mean you yep. know grand theft auto that game is old okay yeah and and what have it's they lived fun. on yeah it is but what do they live off of in, in that, that purchases? purchases yeah right and then who's and then i want i hate to say this but the next big guy that came up with it now is you know a lot have tried i'll tell you that much a lot mm -hmm. of games have tried but the mo other most successful one has been fortnite you know for sure and hands it down they 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 knocked it out of the park with that uh the free game uh uh what's the the style of them releasing a free game versus having to buy it versus the having to buy it bring in a ton of users and then sell small items and then make these items such as taunts or dances stupid suits that kids love skins as the kids say um the kids just love that i mean you're you're seeing nfl players not they have an nfl dances now and skins like it's yeah. it's just it's just blows your mind like it's a it's becoming a a phenomenon yeah and, well you you gotta you gotta think about it grand, grand theft auto was the last one to actually make a lot of things happen mm -hmm. you know and and no one ever no one ever dethroned them, really, if you want to put it that way, in the PC or console site. Yeah, you have CSGO. They've been around a long time. They sold skins, but they had all that controversy, if you remember. A uh, bunch of controversy, actually. And I forgot the guy's name that built a where you could trade or sell your apps or your skins, uh, your skins and your knives, you know, your valuable knives. But they were taking like a big chunk off of it. And then... And then some of the um, some of the the knives or some of the purchases weren't going over. They were getting lost in the digital world type deal, right? Um, and, Which and blockchain they, would solve? That's correct. So they they would they would take, but but they took no responsibility. It's hands off, right? So, but anyway, so that's a big market right there for you know digital distribution. But for now, you know, like I said, it's the in-app purchases. And now when you start looking at someone like Epic Games with their Fortnite game, they make about 1.9 million in daily revenue off of in-app purchases. They don't charge for the game. Now, let, let me let me step back because they do have an upgrade to their game that mm -hmm. you could buy it, you know, and it comes with like a lot of different perks, but it is a free game mm -hmm. and you could buy yourself and upgrade your game as you go if you want. You know, battle pass and all that stuff that they sell, the skins, as you say, the emotes, the dances. I mean, your flyer, man. You you get to, when you fly in, you have different types of flyers. You know, yep. Halloween, they 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 Easter Bunny, everything. I mean, you can think about it. These guys have thought about it, and that's why they're making one point nine million dollars daily. Here comes the Christmas crap right around the corner. Oh yeah, I'm waiting to but, see what that's gonna be, man. Uh, honestly, that the deal with the NFL was like. I could see it happening. It's just, it was awesome that they actually made that deal happen because there's so many 
touched on celebrations that they've been doing f- literally Fortnite dances and taunts on. And uh, it just, it was just a match, a perfect match. Like they really hit one out of the park with that one. Oh yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, look, you got a bunch of, I think basketball might be next because they had a bunch of people coming through. Maybe they'll have a Drake character in there, you know, like uh type kind of like Ink Wars is doing where they add actually celebrity you know, avatars and into the game mode, but you know, Epic Games dethroned Candy Crush. Candy Crush is at 1.3 million per day in app purchases. Mm-hmm. All right, Pokemon mm-hmm. Go re- racked in 80, 890 million last year. All right, mm-hmm. I didn't even know Pokemon Go still existed, but there it is. You know, 890 million last year, and it's still, and that's a slight decrease from a whooping what 930 million the prior year. So mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know. There's there's a lot that happens. I mean, you know, uh, you know, last year global revenue from in-app purchases was projected at thirty-seven billion. All right, it's a lot so, of money. So everyone's jumping on that wagon right now. Twitch is jumping on it, you know, and I don't know how successful that's going to be. They have to be really, really, you know, they got they got to remember who they're competing or or maybe not. Maybe they won't allow. Maybe they'll stop allowing other third parties, you know, allow them to stop using their stream keys and stuff like that. I mean, who knows what their plan is, but yeah. they are the biggest monster right now on esports streaming, right? So I don't know. It's going to be if interesting. They, if they if they do do that, I think Mixer will eat their lunch because Mixer is also, they're gaining a lot of traction with uh, how much money they're paying out. Um uh, some of the uh, carousel gamers that they promote. Um, they're doing some interesting stuff over at Mixer, which is kind of a, a nice to see. It's forcing Twitch to step their game up. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what, what they do first quarter of 2019. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the crazy thing, you and I talk a lot about you know, mo- modules, right? About what mm-hmm. we're going to do with esports labs. You know, how, what are we going to incorporate into it? How are we going to build our network, our ecosystem, and allow third party applications or dApps, right? Or yep. game developers come into esports labs and, and be able to make money, right? So our modules is very simple. You know, one of them is in app purchases through our, you know, utilizing our own currency. Um, and then subscription based, you know, also another module that we're going to be offering will be subscriptions. Right. And right mm-hmm. now there's 46 million registered users in uh, and, and check this out in Tinder. So, <laughs> so, t- OK, 46, Why do you know that? 46 <laughs> million registered users. I did my homework because that? I know. Right. Does your I don't wife know, know my that? wife knows that. But you know what? <laughs> I, I It was very interesting to me. Because all my friends, all my single friends, all right, are going in there and they always tell me, like, I see them on their phone, all right? I fly, Mm -hmm. even when I'm flying at the airports, I see people on Tinder just swiping left, swiping right, whatever, you know? I got a friend too. Yeah, 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 Yeah. there you go. Thanks. Thanks, Will. Uh, Honey, I'm just doing research Uh, on our podcast (laughs) and I'm looking at Tinder. Right? So, but the crazy (laughs) thing is that that thing is just as addicting as a mobile game like i kid you not and right they charge 9.99 a month okay okay or uh if you're 28 or older you get charged 19.99 
And then huh. if you want to get into like the gold upgrade, it's an additional $4.99. All right. And what's crazy is that in they generated in the first quarter of this year, all right, first quarter, $407.4 million. That's a lot subs- of money. On subscriptions alone. Yeah, but sex sells. It, it, well, I mean, in this case, it's like they, they're trying to find someone, right? They're trying to find someone. But I, mm-hmm. I guess I'm, I'm trying to go into the, that subscription model. Like yeah. in-app purchases is one thing, and then there's subscriptions. And then in esports, people do both. People do uh-huh. subscription models or buy my game. And then in addition to that, they're trying to make you buy upgradable items. Yep. And I think that's where a lot of failure is because that's why I I want I don't want to say a lot of failure, but I want to say there's more success in a f- game like Fortnite because they gave the game and people didn't feel like, hey, I should be getting a lot of this for free because I paid you for the game already versus saying, hey, you know what? Let me just buy it, you know, because I the game was free. So, yeah, let me whatever money I didn't use up those thirty nine dollars, those forty nine bucks, those sixty dollars. I didn't have to worry about it. I could now utilize that to buy something. And then Mm -hmm. here comes a guy with a new costume, you know, uh, and he starts dancing next to you with his new moves. And you're like, damn, okay, I'm a little outdated. Let me let me I want that. And now you start buying that. And there you go. And then just keeps going. It's almost like an addiction, you know. Yeah, I like how they consider them uh, microtransactions too. They're anything from like a dollar to like five dollars is considered a microtransaction, which really isn't the case. A microtransaction should be something under a dollar. Yeah, and and we're not going to see that until um, that that problem is resolved with uh, blockchain, um, with this very low or very um, small transaction fees. Um, because it's not worth selling something for a quarter or 50 cents if PayPal or another merchant credit card is going to take like a large chunk out of like 50% out of that. Or uh, Steam, they take what, 30%. Uh, then the merchant takes another 20 to 30% off of that. So you're left with, out of a 50 cent item, you're left with 20 cents. Like that doesn't seem feasible to sell an in-game content for that. Where through uh, blockchain, you'll be able to sell something for 50 cents and, and get back 50 cents or yeah, 45 get cents. Back, get back your full yeah. item almost. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and that's, see, that's the thing why we ourselves, as you know, we're building esports labs because, you know, on blockchain so that we could provide these, you know, uh, minimize the impact or, you know, from, you know, these fees. For being mm-hmm. selling your in-game app purchases or even selling your game alone, you know, and distribution through it. So, yep. um, but you know, uh, it's very interesting when we start looking at everything because now everything's going towards either in-app purchases or subscription model based, right? And mm-hmm. it, it's it's insane. I, I, I everywhere you look now. In esports, outside of esports, you start looking at Amazon, Netflix, you know, Hulu. And if you really look at it, Amazon, you, you're, if you're, are you an Amazon Prime member? Of course. Who okay. is it? All right. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of people that are not, you know, so I had to ask. So that's, weirdos. That's the new crack, by the way, that they yeah, say, right? So for sure. I, I, 
if you guys haven't seen the Patriarch, go look at it. It's on Netflix. I hate it because I'm talking about Amazon, but I'm pointing throwing you at Netflix. But okay, it's a it's a really cool it's the show, right? That's the show. It's Patriarch. Yeah. It's the first episode. It talks about Amazon. It's mm-hmm. very everything that has to do with politics in one way, shape, or form uh, that hurts the economy. This guy talks about it, and he goes really into depth, right? Um, so one of the things he's talking about is how Amazon Prime has a subscription, has Amazon Prime, and you get the Kindle, right? Amazon yep. Books, pretty much, right? And then you get Amazon Video and Amazon the Music, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened? Amazon also started doing in-app purchases. Of course. Now there's certain videos that you can't see on Amazon Prime, but you could pay to see it. So even though you're already paying a quote unquote Netflix Hulu subscription, mm-hmm. they're still charging you to watch these other mm-hmm. movies that are not offered under that umbrella, which yep. is, I don't know how many people are paying for it. I'm not even going to jump into it because I don't know, but I just, it, it's mind blowing that they're doing that now, you know, and even with music and with uh, some books as well, they're not available. You have to pay for them, you know? So I think, uh, you're going to see, like, hopefully it's us, but someone's going to come up here shortly and really disrupt the market by uh, interrupting that uh, those fees and uh, uh, additional um, add-ons for in-app purchases. I think that's a really um, vulnerable uh, way to disrupt the market right now. With oh, uh, it's, it's not a hopefully, Will. It's we're going to do it. Esports we're, we're labs. Gonna, no, we're going to do it. Hopefully yeah. someone doesn't beat us to the punch, but that's that's a whole nother, you know, question. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's what we're here. Esports Labs is here to disrupt the market, you know, and we're going to sure. disrupt it hard. Uh, we're going to be offering a lot of cool perks to – the game developers, the players, you know, the teams, the organizations, the brands and products trying to come in, the you know, through video distribution, music distribution. So we're going to we're going to do offer the whole ball wax and, you know, on one shop, pretty much, you know, one stop shop for anyone coming in. And, you know, that's what it excites me to talk about this, because, you know, if if you're listening to this podcast and you're you have a product you want to sell, you have a game you want to release you know, and be able to have a way to distribute it, a way to, you know, free my, you know, away from those 30%, you know, charges out there and fees. And yeah, just make sure that you follow us on, uh, Will, you want to tell them where they could follow us? And Sure. Uh, the yeah. Esports Labs on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we also have our tournament platform, which is uh, esportsshowdown.com. And that's 1S, Esports Showdown. Um, and then I think we should give a shout out to, uh, Sam. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, ju- just Sam on Twitter, I believe. Yeah. Sam, you want to chime I, in? I, I, I think, I think that's, I think that's what it is. And, um, but he, he's our, he's our producer for the podcast. So he does a lot of great things for us and yeah, but you know, shout out to him and, and make sure you guys follow us on discord.me forward slash esports labs. Uh, come and join us. Say hi. Um, you know, we have a growing community there of over 1,300 people already. Actually, I think it's closer to 1,400 now. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it it will, you know, we provide you the latest stories or what we're doing and, you know, try to keep everyone up to date. Um, obviously, there's a lot that we're building, but, you know, we'll we'll try to give you bits and pieces throughout every single episode 
And we hope that you guys, you know, um, ask us questions. If you guys have any about our podcast, any comments, any feedback. Um, and again, and every week we'll be checking back and see if there's anything that, you know, any questions that need to be answered and we'll do so in the next episode. So, Hey, Will, thanks for, uh, you know, taking the time to sit with me today. And uh, we look forward to hearing from everyone. So once again, thanks everyone for tuning in. Again, uh, this is Under the Scope, powered by Esports Lab. I'm Silver, your host, and here with me is Wilson Siski, our CMO and co-founder of Esports Labs. Uh, thank you guys. Have a great night. Uh, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Take care. Have a great night, everyone. Cheers.